Hoi, chummers. Just wanted to take a moment and let you know about our Patreon. While we release episodes of Shadow Running on Empty every single week, we actually have a backlog of about four episodes at any given time, just to give us a little cushion in case we can't record on our schedule for whatever reason. You know, like holidays or bug spirits. If you're interested in getting access to the episodes early, as well as a bunch of other benefits like artwork for the show, news on changes or rollouts and sneak peeks at other things coming up, five new yen a month over on patreon.com slash critical underscore hits gets you full access to all of the bells and whistles. You can even get a shout out for your support at the end of every single episode of Stinless as well. So if you enjoy the podcast and you'd like to support our work as well as get tons of bonus perks, that's the best way to do it. Thanks for your time, and let's get back to the show. Hey Chummers, so Easy Mode here. I've been a GM of various games for the past 25 years. I'll be the host of the podcast, bringing some much-needed information about the Shadows. Hey, I'm Austin. I play Kaze in the Sinless game, and I am excited to learn more about the lore. Hello everybody, I'm Tyler, aka Captain Cozy. I play Zero on the Shadowrun actual play series, Sinless. It's time to get our lore going. Continuing on with our corporate trek of the top ten. Top ten. Yep, top ten uh, brought to you by Phil Collins. Brought to you by Phil Collins. <laughs> I can feel it coming in. The- All right. Yep. Number five. <laughs> number five. Boom. <laughs> on to number five. Uh, any ideas? Who number five is Evo, uh, not Evo. Yeah, I, I have a feeling that Evo's gonna be like top three at this point. Um, uh, let's see, who do we got? As uh, technology, I'm sticking with Seder Krupp. I'm sticking with Seder Krupp. Sticking with Seder Krupp. All right, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you're wrong. The Son answer is Renraku. Yay. Mm. With their canny slogan, Today's Solutions to Tomorrow's Problems. Which, huge irony when you think about what they did with the arcology. Yeah, it's kind of funny to me that, like, <laughs> like as of the 6th edition in the fallout of the arcology, that they're mm-hmm. still number 5. Yeah, they're still there. Like, how Renraku is not at the bottom of the list after the arcology mm-hmm. is kind of amazing. And the fact that they were uh, also basically responsible for the Crash 2.0, like, how are they... Inadvertently, inadvertently. Inadvertently, but, like, how are they (laughs) still in the top five? (laughs) Uh, Which I have no problems with, because Renraku is the best Mega Corp, but, you know, I'm just saying. saying. Uh, mm, Renraku did nothing mm, wrong, uh... Renraku did nothing wrong. I, I have so many feels about Renraku. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's at least get into them a little bit. So yep. Renraku at, at its business core is computer technology, mm-hmm. uh, especially memory, storage, and databases. 
Okay. Uh, Renraku is also one of the Corporate Court's original founders. Oh, okay. Yeah, they weren't called Renraku at the time when they did that. They were called Kariba Kur- International. Uh, they are also best known for their internal security force called the Red Samurai. Yeah. Oh, it's a security force? Yeah, they have their own corporate security force called the Red Samurai. They don't uh, they don't have them out as a police force like Ares does. They don't this leave is, them. Yeah, this is all internal, and they yeah. are very feared in the shadows. Because oh, okay. they they come in like high-tech looking red samurai armor. Ooh. And they're they're kitted out with all kinds of enhancements. Cyber samurai. Yeah. Uh, the Ren- Renraku is also the strongest backer of the imperialist faction of Japan. So that's probably why they've been around for so long. Yeah, that makes sense. That that checks out. Mm, yeah, yeah. Su- supporting the imperialist agenda of regulation of the awakened technomancers and AI. But not metas. Well, the awakened. Oh, the awakened are all... So wait, do, do metahumans fall <clears throat> just under the banner of awakened in general? Technically... Uh, metahumanity okay. falls under uh awakened. Okay, I first in in my mind, I mm-hmm. keep associating awakened with like magic specifically. Yeah, a lot of people but, do, but okay, te- technically... in is innately magical. Yes, that is correct. I thought it was innately biological. Hey, oh, okay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, uh, good old Renraku was a supporter of the imperialist way that Japan was thinking of. We gotcha. don't like meta humanity, and we're gonna banish them all to this island in the Philippines. Mm. Yeah, yeah, isolationist in the future. Oh yeah, they they did not like uh, meta humanity when it first came on the scene, and imperial law for Japan for a long time was banish, 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 banish. Or, yeah. or, or, or kill, you know, whichever. Yeah. Banish from this mortal coil. Yeah. Uh, permanent banishment. Yeah. On both, yeah. both Japanese, aspects. Japanese imperialism is pretty fucking brutal. So it's, it's yeah. very xenophobic. Like, it's, and are you, ja- are it's you Japanese? No. Well, you go bye bye. Yeah. Mm hmm. I'm very glad that in actual reality, uh, Japanese imperialism has fallen out of favor because, who boy. Uh, anybody that doesn't know anything about that, that's on you to research and be depressed about by yourself. But oh, anyway, that's, that's a whole that's a whole modern history lesson I don't want to teach right now. Yeah. Nope, we are not equipped to teach that lesson. Matt, we're here to talk about orcs. We are not equipped to teach people about. Mo- about modern imperialist <laughs> Japan. That is not our forte. So, starting back in the <laughs> early 1940s. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I don't want to go there. I really don't. So, <sighs> within the Sixth Realm, then, is mm-hmm. imperialism, like, the societal norm of Japan, then? Uh, Did imperialism win? Or... So, it or is re- it more that Renraku is like mm. just the 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 proponent of imperialism? So it made a resurgence, okay, right? in mm. the early in the early era, uh, like the early half of the the sixth world. 
you have this imperialist resurgence, especially around the time when globalization takes Mm -hmm. place. Yeah. You have people freaking out, thinking it's some kind of divine punishment or something. And so the new emperor kind of takes the reins of things. And especially with every, everything else that was going on disaster wise uh, on that side of the world kind of plays into imperialism, making a resurgence and this corporation Renraku jumps on it and backs that whole ideal. And it's very popular for a very long time. Uh, eventually it does fall out of favor though. And Japan now uh, by sixth edition is more, more open than it used to be. So some meta humanity is starting to make its way back to Japan. And obviously there's pushback and all kinds of racist relations that are going on uh, because of it. So Japan is becoming a new hotbed for a shadow running. Ah, okay. By the sixth, by the sixth edition of shadow run. Mm, Japan is a very very big hotbed especially from all this upsets and you have uh, part of the imperial army has seceded um, because the emperor sent them over to try and take over California Free State and they made inroads into California as far as San Francisco and then they lost funding from the homeland and so yeah and so the invaders were just like well now we're new neo tokyo interesting hmm. okay yeah small little uh imperialist history lesson <laughs> yeah. yeah uh that's why renraku didn't get the axe is because it's mostly japan based and while the arcology incident took place in seattle they tried to downplay it as best they could eventually having to having to seed the arcology over to Seattle. Oh, they just give it to them. They're like, okay, it's yours. We don't want anything to do with it. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And then this by the by sixth edition, the arcology has become a self-contained city of homeless. Huh. <laughs> it's oh. where, it's where it's where Seattle tries to hide their homeless population. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's really bad. And they're still finding remnants of like old Deus projects that are hidden away in there too. So you could be ushered into the arcology as a homeless and just kind of be moseying around trying to find a place for yourself and accidentally stumble upon a secret lab that nobody knew about. Oh, so it's just ruins? Well, they didn't improve anything after Deus was removed. Uh, and the Seattle Metroplex was just like, well, we have no idea what to do with this giant thing that has been built in the middle of our city. So we're just going to use it to do this. I think they tried to use it as a detention center first, and then that failed. And then they just were like, well, we're just going to put people that we don't like or don't want here. That tracks. Yeah, yeah, definitely tracks. Good old Renraku. Good old, but hey, again, Renraku did nothing wrong, guys. I'm just trying to <laughs> listen. I, mean, I know, I know what we just talked about. Okay, but they were the proponents that kind of started the whole AI movement. So, eh, <laughs> just saying, just, just saying. Ben Setters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, moving right along. On mm-hmm. to number four. Number four is fantastic. Number four is, you know what? I think that my time is 
finally come. Has it? I think that it is going to be as technology. You are correct. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> finally got one. You thought I was going to say Cedar Crop again, didn't you? <laughs> nope. Changing it up because they keep disappointing me. <laughs> uh, so as, as technology, their slogan, the way to a better tomorrow. Why do all of these mega corporations in Shadowrun have like the most vaguely ominous fucking James Bond villain slogans of all time, dude? Like I, that has is definitely on purpose. Them, definitely every on purpose. Single one of them. It is awful. Effective marketing. Effective marketing. Yes. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> I can't. All right. Good old as technology. Hmm. Where to start with them? Uh, well, they are number one producer of consumer goods in the world. Just in mm. general. Just in general. It is also number one in a magical industry. Oh, okay. And it heavily uses publicity to support its foods and consumer goods sales. Their PR team is second to none. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so um, <laughs> as technology um, originally was called the oro corporation o-r-o right okay and uh that corporation was formed when the leaders of three cartels came together oh shit mm-hmm yep the three cartels formed the corporation that becomes as technology yeah okay and they end up taking all of mexico and much of oh. uh, central america like that's called Atslan. Oh, because it was yeah. taken. And this was when they were Oro at the time? Uh, yes. Oro Corporation uh, really makes some headway in buying up facilities and land and everything very quickly. Yeah, when Vitus, when Vitus strikes Mexico in 2010, uh, Oro was on the forefront of humanitarian aid. You said Aura was? Yeah, the Oro Corporation. Oh, yeah, that's going to give you some good publicity. Uh-huh. And then uh, through the chaos of the Awakening, it brought the collapse of the Mexican government. And they used those chaotic years to expand into other nations in the area, including Costa Rica, El Salvador, Nicaragua, and Venezuela. Which oh, is basically why it's like the Central America mm -hmm. megacorp. They used their profits wisely and helped rebuild Mexico from the ground up. They helped install a democratic government, the world's first matrix-based electoral process, and they helped Mexico become reborn as the nation of Atsland. Okay. Sounds fun. Yeah, it, it is pretty good, right? They, they sound like a good I, place. You get yeah, a lot of their food product and everything. Has this ever happened to you? You're watching some late night trade and you get that craving, but you head into the fridge and there's nothing there. Well, don't worry, we've got you covered. Head on down to one of our conveniently located Stuffer Shack locations and grab what you need when you need it. Our automated vendors are fully stocked for your convenience 24 hours a day. Hungry? Grab a Slickers. Don't forget to wash it down with an ice cold ginger ale. And for everything else, our wide selection of nerfs should hit the spot no problem. Craving something more substantial? We have a full menu of high quality and nutritional soy products prepared on the spot in our state-of-the-art kitchen module. Just ask one of our enthusiastic staff members and they'll be happy to help you with your order. When you know what you need, and you need it now, 
you need Stuffer Shack. When it's late at night and you need a snack, head on over to Stuffer Shack. Um, but let's take a look under. Let's oh, no. take a look under the hood. How about that? Uh, no, let's just keep it closed. <laughs> yeah, it sounds <laughs> great, and we're gonna leave it at that because nothing bad happened, right? Uh, so, um, hmm. <clears throat> in early 2072, Atslan goes to war with Amazonia. Oh and, no! And oh. by and by war, I mean genocide. With Amazonia, why is yeah. it? Why is it always genocide? Why it's always they genocide. Never, why can they never just like make a point and then, like you know, just Jesus Christ, complete eradication? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, uh, of course, of course. Atlan tries to spin this into it's a bunch of guerrillas and disorganized rebels uh, that started this whole insurgency and fighting against them, but it was definitely Atlan that fired first and trying to take their lands. Jesus. <laughs> okay, so this is when they started trying to progress into taking over all of South America as well then? Uh, pretty much, that's what they yeah. were pushing for, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. The other uh, very bad thing that as technology is involved in that the greater public does not know about is... Um, uh, like uh, 80% of their uh, mages uh, are uh, blood mages. Mm. Ah, I was wondering. There's mm. lots of practice in blood magic, which is very, very much a no-no. I, You know, I was waiting for us to get to the one mega corporation that incorporated blood mages because I feel like it had to happen eventually, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, no. As technology, why? Bataco Temple, Bataco Temple. Yeah, they s sacrifice yourself for flavor. Yeah, sacrifice your tongue to flavor. Yeah. Literally. Oh no! Oh no! Uh, hell yeah! <laughs> this is a nightmare. Would you like to hear about their paramilitary assets? Oh, I'm sure that it's good. They what have we got? and fair and noble and kind. Uh huh. They <laughs> yeah. have. Uh... And, uh, they've probably never committed a genocide, <laughs> right? So easy. Uh, as technology has 150,000 men and women under arms in its security force, and Jesus. and and freestanding army. Oh my god! Often deployed yeah. alongside the uh, Atlant National Army. Ugh. Hell yeah! So uh -huh. you've got uh, you've got corporate security, which are trained to handle things uh, following an established standard operating procedure. Uh huh. Right. You've uh -huh. got your special forces, which are made up of cadres specially trained in um, elite actions. Uh, most of them are veterans of the desert wars. Uh, they come. They consist of two units. They're called the Leopard Guard and the Jaguar Guard. Wow, they're going old school with these naming conventions. I love yeah. it. That's the Jag sick. The Jaguar are the elite uh, mm. of that special forces group. Mm, mm, mm. Very appropriate. Then you have um, a secret unit of blood mages called the Blood Daggers. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, and this is the one that's probably going to blow your mind. They also have a another secret military organization called the Blood Panthers. Oh, I love it. Uh, here's what's so secret about them. They are vampire commandos. Yes! Yo. Fuck yes! <laughs> yes! As technology is the greatest mega corporation. <laughs> Let's go! I 
Oh my I, god! For, for reasons, I was looking forward to ask technology, and I'm very glad they're paying off. Oh, <laughs> I'm shit, sure you've been dude. waiting to hear about these things under yeah. under the hood. Yeah. Oh yeah. Holy mm-hmm. fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, some of the uh, actually the the corporate headquarters. At the top of the pyramid, there have been so many blood sacrifices committed Hell yeah. that there is a giant negative background count. A giant negative background count? Yes, which is which means uh, the negative background count makes it more difficult to cast spells for most spellcasters. Oh, okay. Cause... But, but not the blood mages. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm not too familiar with how magic works just yet. Because I yes. was like, I don't understand how that Well, there's there's me. positive and negative effects. Positive mm. effects are usually power sites or ley lines. And negative effects are places that have background count, which usually means something terrible happened. And they range from very small, like a few murders, uh, to very large, like... Um, Genocide? <laughs> well, I was going to say uh, concentration camps in Germany have very high background counts. There. Oh, so it's harder to do magic there? Yes, it's much harder to do magic. Oh, I, I'm looking forward to hearing more about that in later podcasts. Uh, yes, when we start going in-depth on the different types of mages and shamans and uh, adepts, we will touch on background counts and casting spells. Awesome. But yeah, uh, as technology, great at public re- relations because nobody knows about any of that blood magic stuff. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. As hell technology yeah, yeah. did nothing wrong. <laughs> yeah. And they've been able to spin it to make it look like originally the uh the start of the the war with Amazonia was because of the gorillas. I mean, later it comes out that it was not, and as technology kinda eats it on that one, but you know oh you well. have one bad PR moment every once in a while. You, you know, I don't believe <laughs> cancel culture is as much of a thing. <laughs> Not with as technology, you, you would get canceled before you could cancel. Them. Your life would get canceled. Uh, yeah, here, as, let as, me show you to the top of this pyramid. As as you tried to send the tweet, one of the blood jaguars would be on you before you could finish sending it. <laughs> yeah. Suddenly there's a blood panther in your room and you're having a bad time. Or blood panther, yeah, sorry. Blood panther. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the only other uh, bad thing I can say about as technology is the capital, whether in Tenochtitlan, is so smog ridden. It's worse than current day China. Whoa! Yeah, their their atmosphere is really bad. Uh, most citizens that live there, if you go around outside, you have to have a rebreather, huh? Or filtration plugs because the air is just so polluted. Well, why is that? Well, traditionally, and this is a, a geography lesson right here. <laughs> traditionally, where Tenochtitlan was originally, it's in a valley surrounded by mountains. Mm. And because they're in this deep valley, you put a bunch of, you know, corporate buildings and everything there and factories that are that are churning out product. Well, mm. there's your smog pollution right oh, there. Oh, so they got. OK, yeah, because their production is way up there but so mm-hmm. the production like, it's just that small. they're down in that valley and then there's nowhere for that air to go so geographically they kind of screwed themselves and that was so easy most geography lesson da, 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 da. yay <laughs> oh it. i'm sorry yay <clears throat> <laughs> where are your filtration plugs kids 
It's the only way to rock, walk around outside. And make sure to drink the tap water. <laughs> and oh, <laughs> <laughs> nope. I definitely think that while you're down in Atsland, you still don't drink the water. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, just throwing that one out there. Definitely don't do that. Hey, man, different strokes for different folks, you know. I, if you really want to, I, I guess. <laughs> how, hey, else you know, are, how else am I supposed to gain superpowers? All right. Uh, that that comes to the next question of like, well, where's all the ice come from? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a valid point. Where does all the ice? Come all from? right. <laughs> Just because you freeze the water doesn't make it better. Mysterious forces. Mysterious forces. I blame Leviathan. I don't know why, but I feel like they're involved somehow. Aww. Don't blame her. She's not doing anybody any harm. Leave her out of this. Right, okay. Well, shit, dude. My bad. I didn't realize that She's I was re- queen. I didn't realize that I was recording with the Leviathan stands. That's my bad. <laughs> Slay. Slay Leviathan. Slay That's Leviathan. Cool. Slay. I mean, I don't know what your dragon does, but hang out in water all day. My dragon was president and like Helped a bunch of people even after he died. At least my dragon is alive. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah. guess what? My dragon has done more in his death than your dragon has the entire time she's been alive. My dragon <laughs> could beat up your dragon. No, my dragon could beat up your dragon. No, Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> uh, you know what? We're gonna settle this dragon fight in like two episodes, so I'm letting you know that. <laughs> Coming this summer. Coming soon. Uh, well, two or three episodes. Do a trideo near you. Dragon Do a trideo. 2022. Don't worry. We're, we're talking about dragons soon. Two dragons enter. One dragon leaves. Come for the spectacle of the century. Dragon off. Come for the spectacle. Stay for the dragons. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Onward to number uh... three. Yep, number three. Number three. Number three is definitely going to be Seder Crop Heavy Industries. Let's go. Drum roll, please. You're wrong. It's Evo Corporation. Son of a bitch. I'm out. I'm out. I'm tired. <laughs> Fuck Seder Crop. I don't even care what they do anymore. <laughs> Fuck these guys. All Tell right. Me about Evo. <laughs> Here we go, Evo. Uh, <laughs> Evo is also rel- relatively new ish mm-hmm. um uh but they're also the very meta friendly corporation yes right in russia which seems yes. kind of weird not gonna lie but you know <laughs> so good, good for them good for evo okay so originally uh-huh originally they were known as yamatetsu Oh, and they that were, name is they familiar. Were, yeah, that they name were, is familiar. Yes, remember, they were one of the former Big Ten. Right. Ah. Yes. And then they did something bad, I assume. Uh, I no, they just... <laughs> they just rebrand because they don't oh. want to be associated with the Japanicorps. Oh, you know what? That actually makes a lot of sense. That, okay, right? okay. So Evo is one of the main producers of biotechnology appliances, nanomachines, and ergonomic goods for metahumans. Hell yeah, nanomachines, son. Uh, Thank so you. When they rebranded from Yamatetsu, is that when they did they move from Japan to Russia for their corporate headquarters? Or were they always based out of Japan, but they were 
like a jap like a japanese or based out of russia but they were like a japanese backed company so let's see here in their history mm-hmm. so they were originally founded by a uh they originally founded by a Japanese board of directors, but they um, there was a bunch of incorporate fighting and backstabbing mm-hmm. because they didn't want to affiliate themselves with what Japan was doing. Okay. Which was getting rid of all of their metahumanity. Right. So they're like literally the opposite of every Japanese megacorp at this point because they are pro meta. Originally, they were in in close to the Japan area and they moved. Okay. They moved to Russia and rebranded as Evo. Gotcha. Okay. Okay, cool. Uh, Evo is also the dominant presence in space. Hmm. Yeah, because aren't they the ones responsible for the Mars colonization stuff? Yes, they are the they are Mm. the only corporation to successfully establish a base on Mars. Mm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mars for the metas. Am I right, guys? Hell yeah. Well, uh, yeah, kind of. Mars needs metas coming Uh, to you from Disney (sighs) this winter. (laughs) They did have a slight problem with uh, Uh. CF with CFD. Uh okay. Uh-huh. Because because uh when the Monads wanted to leave the solar system, they stopped by the Mars base first before oh, they launched shit. out. Yeah, and so there was sense. a mild outbreak. <laughs> oh, oh god. So wait, so wait, to go back onto that real quick, were they able to get out of our solar system? Did they right. actually make it out? By 2080, they have launched themselves on the way out of the solar system. Jesus Christ. So okay. technically in 6th edition where it is supposed to be in that 2080 timeline, right. they should be leaving the solar system. Oh wow. Okay. They're on their way out. Good so for them. Whatever ship they left off from Mars is is so, going. So long and thanks for all the fish. Mm-hmm. Fair <laughs> enough. All right, so Evo has the Mars base. What are they? What do they use the Mars base for? Are they just like hanging honestly, out whatever in they Mars want? Or... Okay, yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't. It yeah, doesn't. I mean, if you're the I'm... only people yeah. on Mars, you kind of just get carte blanche at that point, right? Yeah. So what are we gonna do? I don't know. Whatever the fuck. We whatever want. we want. Yeah. I gotta be honest, guys. I didn't think we'd get this far. Now that we're here, I don't really know what we're doing anymore. Well, you, you also have to think about it. There's no prying eyes. You're the only ones there. Yeah, you can literally do whatever you want. Yes, like, literally. Like, like maybe the Mars colony of Evo is just like the new Sodom. We have no idea what the fuck's yeah. going on on Mars. <laughs> Don't ask. Oh, Evo is a very uh, strange corporation, and <laughs> that they can do whatever they want. Blame it all on the Mars madness, Martian madness, <laughs> Martian madness. Hopefully, there's no. Ghosts of Mars. Uh, uh, Mars is haunted. <laughs> okay, so outside of Mars, what does Evo do? <laughs> outside of Mars, uh, they actually stand up for metahuman rights. Okay. Uh, they're a leader in metahuman, uh, any like metahuman rights movement. They'll try and usually back them. Okay. Um. Uh. They have the ergonomic goods specifically for metahumans. So if you're buying something that is troll modified, you're most right. likely most likely getting it from Evo Corp. Gotcha. Okay. They also Ooh. went into nanotechnology, and they are also big into biotechnology. Mm, okay. 
Okay. That is their main shtick. Um, and they're they're actually run by a board of directors that is made mostly of meta humanity. Nice. Do they have relationships with the tier at all? No, they do not. Interesting. Because you yeah. would think that if any of the mega corporations would, it would it would be Evo. You would think. Uh Evo is also one of the only mega corporations to have a free spirit on their board of directors. Oh shit. Whoa. Okay, that's pretty cool. Okay. Yeah, they have a, a free spirit named Buttercup. Oh, <laughs> I love oh. it. Oh, no. Did Evo just become the best corporation? They just shot up the tier list by like a thousand percent. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm loving it. Okay. Fantastic. So, uh, what's under the hood for Evo? So easy. Why shouldn't we like them so much? Uh, what what have mostly, you got to ruin our day with today? <laughs> uh, mostly be because they have the Gregarian base on Mars and can do literally whatever they want. Yeah, but like, there's so much that people have speculated. Like, they're doing experimentation on. <laughs> yeah, but until we know what evil they are doing, why should we not like it? Like, we can <laughs> we can speculate about what's going on on Mars until the cows until the space cows come home. <laughs> the space but, cow. Until the cow spirits <laughs> yeah, come home. Until the cow spirits come home. Oh, cow kid. Okay, who would win in a war between cow spirits and bug spirits? Oh God. I I like to think that in the future there's like cow spirits that are grazing on bug spirits so they don't become nearly as big of a threat but they're <laughs> giant cows i like to imagine that emit that like humans possessed by cow spirits just stand out in a field and eat grass and that's all they do like they're not destructive or violent or anything they just turn into cows mm-hmm. <laughs> okay okay you know more you know more humans are killed every year by cow spirits than by sharks. <laughs> Jesus. Uh so the Mars base isn't the only thing that Evo has in space. Mm-hmm. They also have the Shia Banokaju Free Fall Space Station. Right, which you were saying is like the sixth world version of the ISS, right? Uh no, this one is oh. basically a pleasure resort for those who have the money to oh, vacation off planet. Oh fuck yeah! Okay. That's what doing the on the ISS one is called the Industry Two. Is a space station uh, where they uh, precision craft the cyberware that has made Evo a leader in the industry. So a lot of their cyberware is made in space. So what you're saying is that uh, their space sta- Evo space station is more like Flaston Paradise. Yes, <laughs> yes, fantastic. Yes, that is okay. correct. Fantastic. Let's get, get Ruby Rod there instantly. Oh, <laughs> just anywhere, please. Oh my god, such a great character. Yes. Come on, my man. Come on, my man. Okay. Come on, yeah. come on, come on, come on, come on. Alright, so anyway. Okay, so they've got they've got a dope pleasure cruise space station. Love it. Yes. Love to see uh, it. The last few years have not been terribly kind to Evo. Mm. Uh their penchant for transhumanism has made them suspect for the tech and nanite problems that come along with CFD. Why, though? Because they have their hands in nanotechnology. Oh, well, okay. that's yeah, So okay, it causes that's people to think that there's something that could be going on there. And plus, so, they had that outbreak of CFD on the Mars base. So people mm, are like, oh! I gotcha. Okay. I see. I see. Yeah. So the the public is very suspicious of of them after these events. 
Right. Okay. But okay. other than other than that, they haven't been around. Well, they've been around long enough, but they've been very pro meta humanity that there isn't really a lot to uh, call them into question. Other than I have to think that they're definitely hiring Shadowrunners to mess with any of the imperialist Japan movements. Yeah, that that checks out. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. The racists. <laughs> well, some of the racists. <laughs> yes, some of them. Yeah. yeah. We got the rest of them in the cost. <laughs> Wait, no. <laughs> actually, not the cost. Look at that flag. <laughs> Oh God! Let's not look at that flag. Look at it. <laughs> Don't worry. Ooh. I have it. I I have one being made. It will be in the background of all of Tyler Sinless streams Wee! going forward. Oh Don't worry about it. You guys will be able to see it. I'll look at it and weep every episode. <laughs> mm. Weeps in freedom. Such nostalgia. Uh, weep in the heart of Texas. Uh, <laughs> oh, never forget. Okay, never so, forget. So, so, like, honestly, though, outside of speculatory issues, mm -hmm. is there anything bad about Evo, or do they just kind of exist and they're just kind of doing shit? Like they're ranked third, so obviously, like, they're pretty popular. Yes, they they kind of exist, especially since they're looking more towards space than they are mm -hmm. anywhere else on the planet. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's another reason why there's not a whole lot. Like, yeah. they don't have blood mages or they're not right, running some yeah. kind of crazy conspiracy. Well, that we know of. Right. They're not trying to send in guerrilla units to, to take over South America and all that good stuff. Yeah, that yeah. we know of. Yeah, they're not trying. They're not trying to uh, secretly start a war to invade a country. <laughs> I think they're kind of like they know the sixth world is pretty fucked. <laughs> Wait, question. Mm -hmm. So during the European exp the the the, the Euro Wars, mm -hmm. was Evo and was Evo involved at that point during the Euro Wars because no. they're based out of Russia or was that before no, they, were, they went there? There was before they were still Yamatetsu. Okay. All right, I you know what I tried to find something wrong with them, backfired yeah. on me. All right, no, hey, yeah, they they don't switch for a while. Okay, uh, okay. like e Evo Corp comes about uh, around the end of fourth edition into fifth edition. Mm -hmm. So yeah, right now they're not technically a thing. So around like the twenty seventies ish. Yeah, right right gotcha. now in twenty sixty, it's still Yamatetsu. Yamatetsu. Okay, I gotcha. We haven't sent metahumans to Mars yet. All right, no, fair. no metahumanity to Mars yet. Oh, yeah. Mars needs metas, bro. I'm saying we're gonna get there. <laughs> it's gonna be all right. Uh, all well, right. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, again, again, magic in space is a whole. Um, that sounds amazing. Zero it, gravity magic. It what could go it, wrong? <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't work. Can you go into the astral in space and then just become like a quantum being, one with the universe? So. <laughs> So let me, hmm. this is kind of jumping ahead a little bit for when we talk about magic, but uh, since you brought it up, if you go, if you astrally project, you're sitting in your house uh, yeah. on earth, right? Yeah. You astrally project, you fly straight up, right? Uh-huh. As soon as you basically get past the envelope uh -huh. of the atmosphere uh -huh. and stare into the void. Uh-huh. You snap back to your body and you're 
you're insane. You're basically insane. You peer into the event horizon and see reality. You yeah. peer into the <laughs> abyss and whatever you see there breaks your psyche that as soon as your spirit returns, you are an insane person. Oh, if you're yeah. actually projecting and then you go past the atmosphere. If you're actually projecting. And you go into space. Yeah, you go into space. You break. <laughs> part, of the, part of the way that it works is that you can feel and see the mana when you're astrally projecting sure. all around you in the world right and there's just an absence of it in the void Whoa. of space so as soon as you see it it just breaks your mind i was gonna say is the madness caused by too much mana or not enough mana but not enough mana no mana makes sense yeah zero mana in space hmm. do you think that they could be searching on mars to see if there's mana on mars as a potential i, I like, think that could be error? like i think I think they could be doing something like that where mana on the moon. They're shipping people because Mars needs mana. <laughs> <laughs> because the, the Gregarian station that they have there is hundreds of people. Oh, okay. It's not just like a little like yeah. shack. Or yeah, something. It's not, it's not it, it wasn't like a 12 man discovery ops. No, like they it's... they're they've actually built uh, a colony that is okay. capable of sustaining them for the Sick. hundreds of people that are there. Uh, yeah. I, they could be. They could be running tests to see if magic is viable on other planets. Yeah, that <laughs> could be a thing that be done. <laughs> okay, yeah. I had to put, figure out a way to figure put, out a total recall reference in here somewhere. Put the wizard outside. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, so who do we got at number two? At number two, finally, mm-hmm. finally, we have Seder Krupp. <laughs> Uh, also known as SK for for ease you know Uh, it is headquartered in Essen Germany Mm. it is the largest corporation in the world physically yeah just it's just one of the largest corps in the world it controls BMW Uh, it was one of the seven founders of the corporate court and is run by the great dragon Lofweir Mm, little Luffy. Their business interests lie in heavy industry, nuclear energy, oil, chemistry, aerospace, and telecommunications. Oh, that's fun. Leave it to a dragon to want to get his claws on being able to communicate with everyone. And also aerospace? Come on now, that's a little on the nose, isn't it? <laughs> a <laughs> little bit, I suppose. And plus owning BMW. I mean, come on. Yeah, well, that makes sense. I mean, they're, you know... They're European. Why not? <laughs> they probably also own Volkswagen. Probably. I I wouldn't surprise me at this point. <laughs> so is this the only corporation that is like headed by a dragon? Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, pu- it's the only corporation publicly headed by a dragon. Publicly headed by a dragon. I was thinking of the red dragons again, and yeah, yeah. Lung is tied to Wu Jing, and to they Wuxing. may influence right. some of what Wu Jing does, but they don't outright run the corporation. Gotcha. Okay. La- Lafweir outright runs everything. Right. He's the face of the company. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. They. I mean, they seem cool like so are they the only megacorp based in europe of the top 10 i should say yes okay yes hmm i mean it they just they kind of just seem like a manufacturing 
like conglomerate company. That's so, I mean, uh, yeah, but it's run by a dragon, and he he's... is that's cool. Yeah, <sighs> I, I, that's cool. I, yeah, is, is something wrong with Lofweir? What do we not know about Lofweir? Uh, Lofweir is into so much shady stuff; it's ridiculous. Okay, that's something we'll talk about when we get to dragons. But when we get to dragons, that's fair. Uh, once he restructured the company after he got ownership of it mm-hmm. through questionable means. Mm-hmm. Uh, he went to work over the next decade and brought large-scale sections of European, Middle Eastern, and Russian businesses under the SK umbrella by leveraging SK profits in steel production and arms manufacturing from the Euro Wars. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So maybe he was one of the forces behind the Euro Wars driving it forward to try to make profit. A war profiteering dragon? What? unheard of right <laughs> that's i i can't fault him like you know <laughs> it's it's booming yeah it's business is a booming never been a better time to get into war profiteering mm. <laughs> uh, before of course before long uh, snk set itself up as being one of the leading matrix service providers for europe oh yeah so is the okay question on that then? Because mm-hmm. I don't remember if we covered this with the with the the daily life one or not. But is the Matrix owned and operated by like a single corp, or is it like a singular thing managed by corps based on region? It'd be it would be a singular thing that is managed by corporations based on region. Okay, so it's it it is literally like internet. Where, yes. like, the internet is a thing, yes. but it is distributed and managed by different companies depending on where you live. Correct. Gotcha. Okay. It still so works for, the same. For for the European matrix, mm-hmm. the, uh, Seder Krupp is the one that handles Is your that. service provider. Gotcha. Okay, cool. You have matrix servers through S&K. <laughs> yeah, right. Have you considered bundling? In order to get a better deal? <laughs> who's the oh jeez? Um, who's the major like matrix provider for the UCOS? Uh for the UCOS currently it would probably be Horizon. Horizon? Oh. Yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, it would be for Horizon. And yeah. then uh in in Japan it's uh Mitsuhama. Mitsuhama, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, yes. I assume that in the cost they just use like two tin cans with a string running between them. Still, so I don't know. What's going on there, uh, no, the cost still has has ties to probably having it come from Horizon. I mm. think uh, I think Ares also has its hands in telecommunications a little bit. So you uh, have your option of you can go through Ares or Horizon for your matrix needs in. Uh, but, in North America, but the download speeds from Horizon, man, how can you? I mean, just well, be. when you're managed by an AI, I mean, come on, yeah, Jesus, dude. Do you trust that AI though? Yeah, look at what that, happened to the arcology. The AI is not going to throttle my download, man. Like, yeah, because it's trying to get into your computer. Yeah, that's fine. It can have my computer. I don't care. <laughs> See, if you want Skynet, this is how you get Skynet. Yeah, exactly. I'm fine with that. I, for one, welcome our metal overlookers. <laughs> Remind me never to turn to you. Mm-hmm. When I'm trying to fight against the machines. Yep. When you're mm-hmm. raging against them, I will be mm-hmm. graciously welcoming them with open arms. 
So, uh, is there any uh, underneath the hood of uh, Seder Krupp that we need to know about? Yeah, of course there is. Oh, oh, <laughs> uh, Krupp is rumored to have um, shady underworld ties with the Italian-German mafia. Okay. I don't know why, but the but like just the idea of the Italian German mafia is like the funniest thing to me. Yeah, I like it's trying to imagine what they sound like. Like I'm just imagining like the anger of German with like an Italian <laughs> accent at the same time. Don't like, don't forget the the handshaking that the Italians do. Oh, b- both of them do. Germans Germans gesticulate like a motherfucker, dude. <laughs> and then the angry speak of the mm-hmm. Germans. Mm-hmm. I love it. I want this. This is fantastic. And the mafia <laughs> of this era is mm-hmm. like a force. So um, technically in in Shadowrun lore, the mafia is actually called the Tri-Mafia now. They folded themselves all under one headline. So you take the Italian mob, you take the Russian mob, and you take uh, Irish you take the Italians, the Irish, and the Russians, and you roll them all into one, and it's called the Tri-Mafia. Tri-Mafia. That's mm-hmm. awesome. So they're like the triad, but of European. The yes. triumvirate. The European underworld. Yeah. Yeah, so the Tri-Mafia exists. Um, it's it's a weird thing. When we get into the uh, Criminals and Under Underworld uh, podcast, when we talk about that, I'll have more information for you, and we'll go into... The triads and how the triads are set up, yakuza and uh, other gotcha. things as well. But the mafia itself. For this, Sator Krupp is rumored to have their their fingers in the pies of the tri mafia due to yes. Lafweir and his connections. Yes. Okay. Cool. That makes sense. Evil dragons be evil. <laughs> well, Lafweir gets into a bunch of other things too. Uh, one of the other things that might be interesting is. Technically, Lafweir is also on the Council of Princes for the Tier for Tier Tongari. Technically, what? Yeah, he he is named as uh, one of the princes for the Council of Princes in Tier Tongari. Why? Uh the elves wanted him there for some reason, or he influenced and positioned himself to be able to get there because he also has a lair in Portland. Huh? Yo. Lafweir's got plans on plans on plans. You have <laughs> no idea. <laughs> How far um, does this go? Lafweir also um, loves to assume human form and offer uh, deals to Shadowrun teams in person. Yo, Lafweir is a go-getter. I don't know. I'm starting to really dig on Lafweir. He gets shit done. He is he is a guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but he's never been president. So like whatever. Not yet. He, wants, he doesn't he doesn't want to be. He doesn't want to be president. <laughs> Why would you want to be president when you basically run Europe? Yeah. yeah, especially not now, not after everything happened with D-Town. You do not want to be president if you're a dragon. <laughs> right? That is the least safe position you could possibly put yourself in. I mean, into. why be president of the UCOS when he basically runs Europe? Yeah, no, being king of Europe seems way cool. The shadow <laughs> king of Europe. I mean, Loftweir's become my favorite. Yeah, Loftweir, the shadow king of Europe. There you go, oh, Tyler. Stop. That's that for you. So cool. <laughs> That's just for you. You know what you have to do? Uh, what you yeah. have to do now, Cozy, is uh, look up a picture of Loftweir in human form. Okay. Go ahead and Google that. Okay. Hold on. I don't know if I'm spelling Loftweir right. 
Oh, he looks like Geralt. He's Geralt. Yeah, he's literally fucking Geralt. Oh Hell my god. Yeah. Hell yeah. One of the things Hell that yeah. always that always sets him as uh sets him apart is uh his pin that he has for his tie mm-hmm. is always a gold dragon. Nice. Is he a gold dragon as well? Like yes, in he is form? a gold okay. dragon in dragon form. Okay. His eyes are usually golden. Uh, yeah. And he does look like a uh, long-haired uh, Geralt. Yeah, looking at the picture, he gives off the big, uh, oh, no, he's hot energy. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, I would have expected nothing less. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's amazing. Fantastic. Um, one of the subsidiaries that uh, SK owns is ExxonMobil. Okay. They've never done anything wrong. <laughs> never. Never. Never at all. I haven't heard them in the Shadowrun history breakdown, so... (laughs) Obviously, the Exxon Valdez didn't happen in the Sixth World, so, you know, I feel like that would have made the headlines. Hell yeah. Uh (laughs) Uh, Also, um, Satercrup is one of the only corporations to sport its own navy. Okay. And uh, all of its ships operate under uh, nuclear... Or Satercrupt Navy operates nuclear supercarriers, and only the Yukos Navy and the Imperial Japanese Navy do as well. Shit. Jesus. <laughs> so our so our major naval for like superpowers in the sixth world is the Yukos, Japan, and Europe. Yeah. Well uh, Satercrupt. Speci- yeah, Satercrupt. More specifically Satercrupt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Think about that one. And Leviathan. We can't, I mean, that, that, those well, are four major that, sea powers, that's, you know. That's a power all up, all unto itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My queen. So, I think it's interesting that, like, Wu Jing doesn't have any type of, like, naval militaristic presence, considering that they're a shipping well, conglomerate, like a shipping they, company. They probably do, it's just not, they don't have nuclear-powered supercarriers. Oh, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, if that's how we're quantifying this, then yeah, no, fair enough. <laughs> Not Jing big is... enough to have nuclear-powered supercarriers. Yeah, mm. Wuxing is baby shit in comparison, I guess. You've Never only mind, got, like, little bad. baby destroyers. Mm, how about that? <laughs> All right, no, fair enough. I guess Meanwhile, that does make we're, sense. we're over here launching uh, long-range bombers from our supercarriers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The way that Lord Dunkelson intended. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I Lord, Lord Dunkelson. <laughs> oh my. All right. <laughs> well, uh, guess uh we're moving on to number one. Number one. Number one in the countdown. Number mm-hmm. one. Number one. Mitsuhana. Woo! At- they were one of the like ones I expected to be top three or like bottom three for some reason. Right? Because you don't hear about them a lot. Yeah, I don't hear about them at all. So uh, their slogan, very on the nose, the future is Mitsuhama. You know, they're confident in their brand. <laughs> they are very confident in their brand. They Good are based, them. based in Kyoto, Japan. Uh, they are the largest corporation in the world as of 2080. Jesus. So by sixth edition, they're the largest corporation in the world. 
That's wow. impressive considering that they share their home country with two other mega corporations. Uh, like, yes, and they are the largest Japanese corporation. Fuck. Yeah, that tracks. They primarily deal with computers and robotics. So these are the guys you want to talk to about making real steel. Ah, make it happen. My letter is in the mail. <laughs> I sent uh, they... it on real paper. That's how they know I'm serious. Oh, that was yeah. so serious. Hell they yeah. also they also possess extensive holdings in heavy industry, multimedia, and uh, thermaturgy. So they're dealing in magic as well. Okay. Business is booming. There's never been a better time to deal in magic. Uh, MCT is the largest source of entertainment worldwide. Jesus. Standing completely in front in profit-yielding markets like SimSense Industry and Tridio and music. So you you want to sign a record deal, you better hope you're getting offered from MCT. Is it so like okay i was gonna say is it like just from a production standpoint or because i I, i'm surprised that they'd be profit yielding so they make the most money in those markets of simsense tridio and music and they're going up against people like as technology uh aries and horizon yeah i would have thought that it would have been horizon horizon's newer literally their whole brand yeah but horizon is newer that's uh, Mitsuh- Mitsuhama's been around for a long time. Mm, okay. Are they the original Megacorp from Japan? Were they, they the are, first one? They're one of the originals from Japan. Okay. Uh, they're also number two in heavy industry just behind Seder Crow. Wow. And for heavy industry, that's like like construction and like yeah. manufacturing. Steel, and that textiles, kind of that kind gotcha. of thing. Okay, yeah. cool. Uh, okay. And likewise, they are number two in magic industry, just behind as technology. Mm, okay, interesting, interesting. Uh, one. I, of I the... mean, they're not up at the top of the pyramids during an eclipse, sacrificing peoples to gain more magic power. So <laughs> this, this until is true. they step their game up, as technology is probably going to have them there. Well. We can't all just sacrifice our employees on the top of our corporate buildings. I hear excuses. You can as long as you write it into the contract before you hire them. Come on, so easy. Jeez, man. Uh, well, it looks like you've uh, hit the ripe old age of 50, which, according to your contract, makes you qualified for our senior package. Report upstairs. Whee! I was I was going to say your last album didn't go platinum. Therefore, you uh, have decided to be <laughs> let go. And by let go, I mean we're sacrificing you to the magic gods. Please report to room 3B (laughs) for the juicer. (laughs) Sounds terrible. (laughs) Just the room that's called the juicer. The room is called the juicer. Uh, Nobody knows what happens in there, but nobody ever comes out of that room. Well, because as technology is masters of PR, they they put the room called the juicer in their food production area, so no one thinks an eye. Yeah, the the juicer feeds directly into the Taco Temple production line for the tofu. Taco Temple is people. For the soy soy based uh, alternative. What is it? The the, the super soy? Is that super soy? Yeah. Super soy is people. That red raging slush. That red is blood. <laughs> oh, you know exactly what that is. Oh, it's weird. God. My milkshake has a particularly beefy aftertaste today. <laughs> it's weird that I've got this irony tinge afterwards. 
<laughs> oh, remember uh, that every time that you eat Taco Temple from now on, Tyler. Remember no. that. Hmm? I don't even know what we're talking about. <laughs> every <laughs> single refuse. time. <laughs> refuse. Nah. <laughs> Like oh, stare into God. the void of Taco Temple. It's we need bag. the next time that that zero wants to go to Taco Temple. We need a random pedestrian outside of the Taco Temple with a Taco Temple is people like picket <laughs> sign trying to protest. Uh, I will uh, throw hands. <laughs> hey man, you so gotta fight anyway, for what you love. I don't blame you. Yes. Anyway, back so sorry, to back MTC. To, back to MTC. Uh, MTC has very close ties with the Yakuza. Mm-hmm. And yep. by by very out. by very close ties, I mean there are some yakuza members that sit on the board. I was gonna say by very Openly, close ties. Wow. Do you, ties? Do you mean they are the yakuza? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would They very well me. could be. Okay. Yeah. Uh, now that tracks. Uh, it, yeah. When you're like the biggest conglomerate company, megacorp in Japan, yakuza are probably hanging out. That that makes a lot of sense. Um. MTC is considered very aggressive with regards to intruders. Their uh-huh. defense concept is known as zero zone. Oh, okay. There, this sounds like it would be particularly good for Tyler. Go on. There is yes, no pen- yes. there is no penetration and no survival. Ah, what does that mean? MCT does not take prisoners shooting first and asking questions never. It sounds like Tyler's Friday nights. You know what I'm saying? Sadness. The magic defense is also top notch. And each important asset uh, on corporate holdings is defended with rigors. Oh, Jesus. Enjoy your drone army that you have to fight through. <laughs> Wow. So, rem- so remind. Re- oh, uh, uh, I-, I need you to re- hang on, hang on. Mm-hmm. And in addition, uh-huh. they they are the one corporation that makes most use of paranormal critters. Oh, fantastic! Like weaponizing <laughs> paranormal critter critters. Or... Yes, like using them as as uh, okay. defense. Like they've got hellhounds on hellhounds. Right. Okay. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so remind me that if we're ever offered a contract to do something regarding MCT, that we just say no. <laughs> like, I think I think we just say no to that one. Uh, they are also very strong backers of the imperialist faction of Japan. Ooh. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Supporting the imperialist agenda of regulation oh, of the awakened, technomancers, that... and AI, racism toward metahumans, a powerful military, and control of the Pacific Rim. I mean, I guess it makes sense if they're weaponizing magical creatures that they would also support imperialism, but mm-hmm. like, oh man, Still, come on, it never Japan. fails, never fails come to be on. big yikes. Yeah, it never doesn't feel bad, you know. Yes, yeah, so that's yeah. that's the big yikes for them. Ugh, yeah, that well, and the fact that they are basically the yakuza. I mean, that's probably not great either. Are they I like mean, yeah, leave open... no prisoners, kill yeah. everybody. Yeah. One of the members of their board is an open Yakuza? Uh, yes. Well, no, not one. Some of their board. Multiple members of their board are <laughs> open Yakuza. Yeah. 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 Not just a couple. I mean, like, I mean, there, a, there's a good, a good chunk of it. There's still people, like, to this day in, in 
in our reality that like aren't openly yakuza like it's still around oh, wow. so, open like yakuza is not like a secret clandestine organization no they, they're very public they wear they wear pins on lapels to to, to denote the families <laughs> that they're part of when they're out in public like uh, the yakuza are very out in the open Fun fact about that: When one of my friends actually went over to Japan to uh, to teach English for a while, uh-huh. uh huh, he was mentioning about some of the stories that he would hear, like whenever there were kind of uh, these disasters that would take place, like major flooding in areas, mm-hmm. people would be evacuated by yakuza. Yeah, like the the populace would, like you'd have the bakery call in helicopters. <laughs> Yeah, to ferry people out, and you don't yeah. you don't ask questions about it. You're just like, thank no. you very much. It, it's it's <laughs> one of those fascinating things where, like, if you if you look into like the yakuza culture and the way that the yakuza works, they're like evil with air quotes, but like they help out a lot more than they seem to hurt in terms of like lawful uh, evil. They're lawful evil, hundred yeah, percent lawful. In evil. terms of like like infrastructure oh, yeah. in Japan mm-hmm. and shit like that, like they're actually very like donation heavy and like mm-hmm. contribute a lot back to their the neighborhood and the community. Yeah. So the the one thing that I'm concerned about mm-hmm. is because I have a tattoo on my arm. <laughs> I've heard that there are like hot springs and public baths that won't let you in if you have tattoos. Yes, that due is to true. The fact that you could be associated with Yakuza and they don't Whoa. want that. Yes, Whoa. that is that is yep. correct. That is yeah, correct. there's like even to this day, there is like very heavy cultural stigma around tattoos in Japan. Really? I, I I watched a documentary that talks about it that goes into like nightlife culture of Japan. And they talk about how it's like it's hard to get tattoos there because people always associate tattoos with Yakuza. So like there are stigmas even around like trying to get a job if you have tattoos. <laughs> Because they don't know if you're former Yakuza or current Yakuza and if that's going to cause a problem for the company. Like, it's crazy. It's mm-hmm. it's very interesting. But going back to the structure of the Yakuza, mm-hmm. it mirrors corporate structure very much. So you can yeah. see why it's so easy to, to, to not just blink an eye. To just it right in there. Yeah, yeah they're just... Pull it right in. They're just like, the, these are our heads of corporate and four of them are Yakuza families. And you go... Yeah, that makes sense. That checks out. <laughs> yep, I see that. Uh huh. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> that is okay. correct. So, outside of the Yakuza stuff and the fact that they are imperialist backing, is there anything else for MCT that? Uh, I mean, makes that's them that's pretty bad in and of itself. It is. No, no. Listen, I'm not trying to downplay that. I'm just <laughs> saying, like, I'm just saying. You know, are, are there any other skeletons in the proverbial closet? Uh, no, I mean, they're very, uh, because they have that zero zone policy, right. they're very open about <laughs> what happens if you cross them. Full yeah, transparency, I, you know? I mean, it, 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 it kind of makes sense when a corporation has extraterritoriality like that to mm-hmm. also be out in the open and be like, yes, multiple members of our board are Yakuza. What the fuck are you going to do about it? You know, like, exactly like, like nobody's going to challenge him on it at that point because they can just do whatever the fuck they want. So, <laughs> huh? Yeah, mm-hmm, that I, mm-hmm. thinking more into the whole Megacorp has extra like the extraditionary, all that shit is actually insane. Like, that's actually a nuts concept, and right? I hate it. Uh huh. And it's mm. definitely something that is plausible of happening in our reality. And I it hate really it. is. It's I frightening. really hate it, man. It only <laughs> you have to think back to back to the history when we started. Mm-hmm. It only takes that one incident 
to yeah. set the precedence. Yeah. Like that's all it takes is one riot gone wrong. Yep. Those La- goddamn eco terrorists well, are just well, the other they thing, ruined society. <laughs> I mean, the other thing to think about, I mean, even recently here where we almost had the rail worker strike. Yeah. Which would have broken down supply chains massively. Yeah. If something like that happened, that again kind of gets to set up the precedent of yep. Well, we're going to ferry food trucks in here and then they get attacked and then somebody gets killed. And then right. we're going to the Supreme Court about needing to be able to protect our assets, to be able to deliver goods. And right. People are just going to look the other way because they want those goods and they want things to go back to normal. But at the same time, you're giving over more of your freedoms without realizing it. Ah, capitalism. Yay. Well, it doesn't does it even become capitalism after that or does it become corporatism? Yeah, no, it's abs- I mean, it's a, Are we still it, talking about Shadowrun? What's happening? Yes. Yes, <laughs> okay. we are. That's okay. the crazy part. I was like, what's happening? Remember remember how Shadowrun mirrors kind of mirrors life and you don't oh, want yeah. it to, but it Sorry. really does. I thought yes. we were talking about real life yakuza no, and, and, like, oh. and, and and we 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 talked about the food truck stuff and how that was like it was like the food trucks being it's attacked. It's one of the tipping and, points. Yeah. And and mm. the and the nuclear uh plant meltdown where like the two inciting like megacorps gain gain independence autonomy basically yeah Yeah. they're like oh well Uh, we're our own nation now so we can do whatever we want and then you have things like this where the the japanese mega corporation basically grew hand in hand with the yakuza hell yeah and that's probably why it's number one and it's so difficult it makes sense to supplant yeah yeah no that makes sense why it would like have that over shiawase and renraku is because They're not gonna try to fuck with the with the yakuza backed megacorporation. But, but then that's the other thing you have to think about too. If since Mitsuhama and Renraku are both imperialist supporters, mm-hmm. like if they were to join forces, a lot of the time they could definitely steamroll a lot of opposition. They could, but like it also kind of makes sense that they would be things that would like feed into each other because Renraku's making uh like is is an arms producer as well right mm-hmm. yeah so you've got ren raku making guns to supply to mitsuhama to mm-hmm. arm the yakuza who then launder the money back to ren raku to put back <laughs> like it like it makes more sense in, in, an for them to almost exist exactly <laughs> right? as an ecosystem with all three of these corporations together and well shiawase stands apart yeah. yeah, but like you have Shiawase doing energy production and biotechnology. Mm-hmm. So you have you basically have Shiawase controls the grids, the power grids and the energy of Japan. You have Ren Raku controlling the arms production and computer manufacturing of Japan. And then you have Mitsuhama controlling like infrastructure and, and machined goods. And like, yeah, all three of these things are just they it is like a perfect ecosystem of corporate control it's crazy it's also why you're seeing such an increase of hotbed of Shadowrun activity in japan yeah when you have three megacorps all centralized in one area like Mm -hmm. that makes a lot of sense (laughs) that's crazy okay so season two of sinless is we're going to be in japan right that's oh my mm -hmm, god mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. what you're saying that's That's what i'm hearing you know what we could do it if you want Hey, I, you heard know, it here first, folks. Yeah, heard it. There's, there's lots that there's lots that can be done. Uh, so, uh, you so know. easy. I'm just gonna refer you to my message I sent you on Discord. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. 
leave it okay at that. i figured after you learned some more about renroku you'd, you'd have some updates that you wanted to give me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which all of you will be able to enjoy That's and see lot. in the show sinless as we progress which you can find at twitch tv twitch.tv forward slash critical hits <gasps> and Shameless. check us out there on sunday evenings for your enjoyment as well as the youtube channel have you guys settled on a URL yet, or is it, are, we, are we nebulous URLs? <laughs> uh, I think we're still. Um, let me take a look here. A nebulous URL. That's fine. Look up. URL. You know what? Look up critical hits. Uh, I, I'm sure look that there are critical hits. I'm sinless. sure if you look on. I'm sure if you look up critical hits on YouTube, there's only one channel that's going to mm-hmm, come up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You won't be easily confused or lost. <laughs> yeah, you won't, you won't be lost. But... Yeah, yeah. You'll know you're in the right spot. Yep. Shameless, <laughs> shameless self plug. Hell yeah. I mean, that's why we're here. So, so uh, out of all the Big Ten, you guys, uh, who did you like the most? Uh, also, just as a note for anybody that is interested, if you search Sinless Shadowrun on YouTube, it's the first thing that pops up. So go ahead. That's, 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 that's what, what I was we like to hear. It is. Yeah. I, and I'm backing up what you're saying, big guy. We're on the same page here. I appreciate you. Uh, okay, so. Of so the clo- top ten, closing arguments here. <laughs> realistically, I feel like Evo Corp is probably like the best corporation. Honestly, <laughs> like because yeah, we yeah. don't know how evil they are, and yet, like, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and they're meta human first, and like they just seem pretty cool. So. I like I would probably give it to Evo in terms of the corporation that I still think is the coolest. Uh-huh. Mitsuhama and Raku. I just I enjoy them. Like I like all of the crazy shit that comes with Renraku. Like how ingrained they are into the history of the sixth world. Like for good and bad, I find just fascinating. Uh and Mitsuhama's just cool because like Yakuza, but also imperialism, so conflicted on that one i gotta be honest <laughs> a little conflicted okay. i like the yakuza aspect because i think that that's cool uh-huh. uh not a big fan of imperialism so <laughs> that is definitely a strike against for me okay uh cozy what about you so i going into this i was like okay one of the japanese corporations is going to be cool to me and then i'm really for reasons pertaining to just character bits i was like i want to know what's up with that technology uh-huh. Um, but as we like went through it, not only was as technology 10 times cooler than I thought they were, um, <laughs> Dude, what was vampire the... commando, <laughs> like just the names of their units alone, so Blood, cool. Panthers, like, yeah. oh, that's so cool. And then, um, yeah, the, uh, the, what was the, the Yakuza run one? Mitsuhama. Mitsuhama is like. It seems so interesting, and they do have this complex culture to them. I mean, it's just like the megacorps in Japan seems so interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was like as technology or the the collective Japanese megacorps for me. That's fair. That's good. That's good. The, the Trinity, if you will. The Trinity. Yeah. Yep. What is oh, your favorite oh. megacorp, Matt? Uh, I have to stick with good old homegrown. Uh, I am a diehard Ares fan. Ares, yeah. You know what? Ares is cool. Like, Ares is pretty cool. I mean, you're you're a company that suffered through a bug spirit infestation and are still around. I got to give you props. I got to give you props on that. I got to be honest. I do think that the part that really sells me on Ares is is if you read the Wikipedia for the Megacorps, Uh the last line of Ares macro technology is 
the first U.S.-based megacorp, currently led by Damian Knight, also trumps up its mom and apple pie image, fostering <laughs> strong brand image within the UCOS. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. yeah, hell yeah. 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 Aries Americana, baby. Let's uh-huh. go. Uh-huh. Apple yeah. pie, apple pie and shotgun. Now, apple pie and nuclear weapons. Let's go. <laughs> Which was the one with Lawfare? Seder Krep. Uh, Seder Krep. I will mm-hmm. say that Seder Krep, like, is quickly becoming one of the ones I want to know about more just because Lofweir being this, like, scaled puppet master mm-hmm. who does stuff physically is just so interesting. Like, for oh, re- dude, he, he is 100% a puppet master. For, yeah. people, for people that may not know, Tyler is sexually aroused by shadow organizations. So. <laughs> Boy, howdy. Yeah, you know, if Seder you, Krupp woo! stretches a lot of that itch. If you told me, if you told me Seder Krupp also had a cult, I'd be like, mmm, baby. Yep. yep. Seder uh, Krupp scratches uh, well. Seder Krupp uh, scratches his back. Um, uh-huh. um, um, um. Seder Krupp really scratches his back, uh-huh. and his back uh-huh. is located on his penis. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, in that regard, uh, real quick, I'll have to let you know that in the in the criminal uh, the criminal aspect and the underbelly in the underworld, there is an organization called the Cult of the Dragon. <laughs> and the cycle is complete and, and is complete. i'm concluding and he's completed. Uh, i have completed. i've been completed thank you oh yeah oh, cult boy. cult of the dragon is a thing uh i think they worship all dragons as a collective uh-huh but uh huh. I'm pretty sure Lawfare has influenced Woo! them before, so big surprise there. Hell yeah! I will do research on that, and when we get to the criminal underworld aspect, we'll. I we'll become go more a Lawfare stand within a <laughs> within two episodes. Oh, that's all. It, that's all it took, man. Wait till we get to the yeah. dragons. You're gonna have so much Ooh, fun with that. Wow, wow, we wow. I'm excited, but you know, Daddy D is number one in my heart, always and forever. And that's well, never change, don't worry, so... we'll we'll be talking about him when we talk about dragons as well. Oh, so. I know. Oh, I know. Oh, I'm excited. Right. I, 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 oh, just, I'm ready. I'm just oh, letting you know. I'm, let, oh, I'm, I'm letting you know. Letting oh, you know. I'm so ready. I'm so ready. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I think that's gonna wrap us up. I hope you have all enjoyed your little bit of touch into each of the 10 mega corporations uh, at a later date. We'll probably do like some in-depth dives to each one of them, find out what they're really doing and who's uh-huh. running them and how, how uh-huh. they came to power and all of that good stuff. Cause we really just touched on what each one has done. Yes. Yes. Good. Excellent. <laughs> this, this makes me happy. More shadow organizations, please. Mm-hmm. The Tops Company Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logo, artwork, marks, photographs, sound, audio, video, and or any proprietary materials used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company Inc. has granted permission to Critical Hits to use such names, logos, artwork, photographs, sound, audio, video, and or any proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with Critical Hits in any official capacity whatsoever.